go. Is everybody ready? I am. We're ready to do this. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bad Reception, a podcast where we watch... Oh, man. I don't want to say what I wrote. That's so (laughs) stupid. Where we watch TV shows that uh, sometimes they're bad, sometimes they just didn't get watched by anybody, and sometimes the networks just canceled them for no discernible reason. I'm Mike. Uh, With me today is my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite. It's Morgan. And we have returning guest host. Oh, that's me. That's you. Non-Morgan. <laughs> that's that's his name. Oh, yeah. We welcome Josh to the show again. Yay, Josh. Yeah, yeah we need a soundboard. Or a studio audience. Oh, a sa- ah, Well, I mean, I'll just put it in in post. <laughs> but a studio audience Edit. would be great. So uh, all you listeners, the millions of you out there. Um, yeah, come and come to our apartment and, and watch us record our episodes. There is plenty of space. Okay, so today we are going to be watching um, The Ghost Whisperer from 2005. Uh, This is where they would be booing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the surprising thing is that this is a huge show. I I, I did a little bit of research. Uh, I I still don't know what it's about, but I did do research into uh, the reception of it. And this is a humongous show. Average 10 million viewers an episode. Was on for five seasons, still averaging like I think in its fifth season, still averaging like eight million people an episode, which is nuts. That's depressing. <laughs> um, it was CBS, right? Yeah, this is CBS, and it was on Friday night, so I guess you know it has an easier target. Yeah, but, I feel uh, like they can put on whatever they want, and everybody watches all of their shows. <laughs> I mean, Young Sheldon is a hit right now. That's true. Um, so, ha- so I believe none of us have seen this, right? Nope. No. And does anybody know what it is, what it's about? Um, what I've gathered is that she is a deeply disturbed person who, in the middle of conversations, just pulls up one finger and she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone allows it to happen because of boobs. Oh, so she's she's crazy and she pretends to talk to ghosts? That is correct. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that's not that that's not correct. <laughs> I hope that's how the series ended. <laughs> and then... Do you know what it is, Josh? Uh, I assume she's just solving ghosts' murders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna solve this ghost. If it's the wait, last a ghost thing I murder? Do. Yeah, the like, ghost is the murderer. No, like they need to find out how they died or something. No, it's just that movie Ghost Town, but her. But I forgot her name. With, <laughs> with Jennifer Love Hewitt Jennifer instead Love of Hewitt. Ricky Gervais. Not Jennifer Love Lawrence is what I was gonna say, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> Mashup. Yeah, I I wrote down my initial thoughts in case I learned too much while while I was researching the show, but luckily I was still able to not learn anything about it. Um, what my initial thoughts were that she's probably a psychic who goes to people's houses to get rid of ghosts, kind of like uh, Michael J. Fox and the Frighteners, right. <laughs> only probably but like for real instead of just just conning people, or maybe she is. And then she's probably got it. I'm assuming she's going to have to deal with love and relationships, possibly. With ghosts, because I, it, it seems, yeah, I'm, I'm, we probably won't get there in episode one, but I would guess that there's some sort of, oh, like uh, there's a ghost that keeps returning and she falls in love yeah. with him. Oh my God. That I mean, sounds amazing. I might want to watch that. Show. Yeah. I was going to say, can we make that if that's not the case? <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I, even if it, even if that is so, I doubt it will come up in the first episode, but we can hope. So like I said, so we established this is a, a CBS show. It was on Friday nights at eight debuted September 23rd, 2005. The other shows it was up against were Super Nanny, The Bernie Mac Show, Dateline, really entertaining stuff. What I Like About You, which was what me and Josh would have been watching. <laughs> That's what we were watching. The Amanda Bynes. Uh, On Friday night. <laughs> the Amanda, wow, and we did watch that as broadcast, uh-huh. so we were pretty cool in 2005. Um, and Friday Night Smackdown, which is what Josh would be I watching. I would have also been watching it. So it oh and it came on before a show called Threshold, which actually sounds like it might be kind of cool. It's uh, <laughs> we should do that. Show. We should watch that one. It's a Carla Gugino show and uh, created by David Goyer about uh, aliens. Oh, weird. That's hmm. about as, about as much as I, I I read about it, but it did sound kind of cool. Uh, average ten million viewers and has a hundred and seven episodes. We're just gonna watch one though. <laughs> We're going to start with the first one. I, I played around with the idea of watching maybe like like a mid-season episode so that we're not always watching pilots because I would right. imagine that pilots are not always the most strong. Mm-hmm. You need to give them a chance to find their voice. But I also feel like this show is going to pretty heavily depend on the concept, which we might need to establish. So we'll probably just watch the pilot. 
Unless, I mean, we haven't watched it yet. We could do whatever we want if we have any objections. I guess that's a no on the objections. Well, <laughs> is there an episode titled My Boyfriend the Ghost? Because oh. I do want to watch that. Maybe we'll search and see if there's any love-themed episodes where it might be a, a, a ghost thing. Um, Ooh, like a Valentine's Day episode. Oh, maybe. I think we're going to watch the pilot. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> well, we can check. Um, real quick, the cast is Jennifer Love Hewitt, as we said. Uh, the pilot also has Aisha Tyler, Wentworth what? Miller, uh, John Polito, and Academy Award nominee or winner, I can't remember, June Squibb. And it was created by John Gray of nothing. He has not, he's not, he only does made for TV movies and this TV show. So I couldn't find anything else interesting about him. The Metacritic score on this was 29 out of 100. So critics did not like this show. And the user score, 83 out of 100, (laughs) which is one of the reasons why I wanted to do it because there's such a discrepancy between people that like it and the critics. So uh, maybe it'll be good. Does anybody think it might be good? Um, I feel like no. Is it a show that maybe got so bad it was fun to watch later on? I don't know. But I mean, like, like right out the gate, it was a hit. So it's not I mean, people there had to be something there for people to grab onto, I would imagine. I don't know if it gets crazier as it goes on, though. Yeah, I feel like that's not going to be something I would want to continue watching. No, definitely but not. who knows? I watched all of Charmed. So that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, I didn't watch all of Charmed, but I did watch the first three seasons. I could not get on board after that, after they killed Brew. Oh, spoilers. Great. Uh, Maybe she'll show up in this show. (laughs) If we got a Shannon Doherty spotting in here. If we got a crossover. (laughs) Oh, man. I wonder if it did crossover with any other CBS shows at this time. There's so much things that I should research. There's just so little time. I wonder what uh, like IMDb reviews would be on this deal. Uh, It's around in the middle. It's like a 6.3, I think, is when I I checked. Let me check my notes here and see what else we have to do before we watch it. Was this based off of anything? This was just an original... Uh, idea I, from the guy. Uh, it's based on, an, I believe there's like a series of novels that has mm-hmm. a similar idea, um, but is not directly taken from it, uh, is what I gathered from from reading Wikipedia. It's not based on Ghost Town with Ricky Durf. As far as I know, it is not based on Ghost Town. Although, isn't that, I think that's like the next year after this show. Oh, is it? Yeah. If it this is 2005, it's for sure after that. It's I think it's like 2007 or 2008, Weird. actually. It was just the era of ghosts. People love ghosts. <gasps> And, like, all those ghost shows started popping up on uh, Sci-Fi and Travel Channel. I think this is responsible. Mm-hmm. All right. With all that said, let's watch this uh, episode. I am I actually am kind of optimistic. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's going to be good, but I, I hope it is. I hope it's at least more entertaining than The Trouble with Larry because that was pretty awful. Hopefully this will at least be really bad that it's funny. Will there be Bronson Pinchot? Uh, in underwear sightings. Um, maybe. I'm going to leave you with a hard maybe. Okay. But Wentworth Miller, though. Yeah. He's and pretty great. He sure is. Let's... Uh, and Aisha. I'm, I'm excited for Aisha. That's true. I mean, it really does have a decent cast. And later in the show, they have, like, uh, Cameron Manheim's a regular character. Oh, nice. And uh, Jay Moore. So, I mean, like, there's hmm. a lot of people on the show. So, maybe it, it could gets be good. super self-aware. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be oh. nice. <laughs> All right, with all that said, we're going to watch the episode. Be right back. My name is Melinda Gordon. I'm married. I live in a small town, and I own an antique shop. I might be just like you, except that from the time I was a little girl, I knew that I could talk to the dead. It's all right, honey. Earthbound spirits, my grandmother called them. They're stuck here because they have unfinished business with the living, and they come to me for help. In order to tell you my story, I have to tell you theirs. Okay, we're back. We did it. Yay. Yay. We watched another episode of television. We are enthused. This one was twice as long as last time. I need some booze. Oh, is that a a boob joke? No, oh. it was actually ghost show. <laughs> oh, ghost! But really now good. we know where <laughs> we know where it's going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, we watched the pilot episode of the Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, what initial thoughts, Morgan? Uh, I don't know. It made me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Pass. Who wants to jump in first? <laughs> Let me collect my thoughts. Okay. Uh, it it was a little more. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I didn't think it was that awful. 
I would not continue watching it. it I mean, it was it it wasn't what I was hoping, and that it wasn't uh, fun. <laughs> it's it's like about it's about sad stuff and yeah. a, and a lot of talking about sad stuff. I was hoping it would be more about scary. Well, no, there there was some scary parts. There was some scary stuff, but for the most part, it was sad. Let's get into it. What is what is this show about? Uh, she reluctantly helps ghosts. Like it, it is a chore, and, yeah. she hates I, it. and I can't blame her because it really does seem like that would get in the way of pretty much everything. Yeah, like, people are just constant people. Ghosts just constantly. Hey, ghosts up. are people. Let's not <laughs> let's uh, not offend our, our ghost listeners. Sorry to alienate them. We'll have no, to be ghosts, more not aliens. More <laughs> transparent. Um, yeah, so it's uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Plays Melinda Gordon. Oh, wow. You picked up her name? I <laughs> yeah, seriously, I no the entire time was like, what is her name? I picked it up because I was like, that's her name? Mel- Melinda? Melinda? Okay. Melinda Gordon? Uh, the episode kicks off. Her origin story is uh, her grandmother takes her to somebody else's funeral that I don't think she's related to. Uh, yeah. What was? <laughs> why was she even there? Oh, because she was showing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, because I, I think the grandmother could see that she has a gift that I think that that we learned that the grandmother had. So mm-hmm. this is a familial thing. Uh, young Melinda Gordon goes and sits down at this funeral next to a man who looks very much like Steve Bannon. Uh, Steve Bannon looks at her in a really angry way, like Steve Bannon does. And we learn uh, <laughs> that the man in the casket is Steve Bannon. <laughs> 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 so mm-hmm. this whole opener is we learn that this young girl can see ghosts and uh communicate messages is the big part is yeah. these, these goats go goats <laughs> there are lots of names goat whisper um that's on animal planet uh, they're dead goats though <laughs> oh man so, so i want to address the fact that the ghost whisperer it's like a horse whisperer right that's what they're referencing like like so that she can communicate with them yeah but the ghosts all whisper. They <laughs> yeah. literally whisper. So it is like it's. I guess it's a, a listen a, a double. It's entendre. CBS viewers, so they really have to break it yeah, they, down. Otherwise, it'd be like, what's with the whisper thing? Why is it the whisper? Everybody's mm-hmm. talking at normal volume. Everything has to be right on the nose. So that's her origin. That, so we start with that, and then we cut to uh, much her, later her wedding day. Uh, that wasn't the next day. <laughs> I don't know their their time. Well, that's a that's a really 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 long gap that we don't know what happened. I mean, I, maybe they'll go back to it, but she's what she's like ten, maybe. Uh, yeah, she's probably like ten years old. Yeah, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt in this is like thirty, right? At least. Yeah, probably around there. around there. Yeah. So I mean, that's like twenty years that of of ghost whispering that we just totally just cut out. For uh, thank God. But she seems like she's like still like figuring it out. Yeah, she's not good at it. No. Like, the ghosts definitely have to tell her what to do every single time. Yeah, and she seems, like, kind of surprised, and, and she's, like, still, like, making eye contact with ghosts and being, like, oh, <laughs> and, like, shit. like, looking oh. away, like, God damn it. Oh, that's a... <laughs> I did not want I mean, to talk to those ghosts. Yeah, so every time she, she makes eye contact with the ghosts, they get excited because they know somebody yeah, can see her. but they can't... If oh. she came in and was just, like, super suave about it, I don't think... Hey, maybe just don't make eye contact with random people, like me, <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> No eye contact. There you, there you go. You it's could have a solved. gift. I, I might. I might have this gift and we'll never know because I don't make eye contact with strangers because I'm not I'm not a weirdo. Um, Her wedding day. Everything's cheery. Big life event. Uh, and then something changes the direction. The direction. Yeah. <laughs> because it's a compass. Josh, what do you got? Um. Oh, before that. Oh, is it before or after? So there are two ghosts. Mm-hmm. at this wedding do well, they we want to save one no no because they try to trick us but we know but yeah right from the get-go we're like that guy's definitely a ghost uh her brother-in-law shows up leans in and whispers to her which mm-hmm. was the mm-hmm. dead giveaway for me <laughs> uh and then while she's dancing with her newly wedded husband uh we dramatically pan to a window where it gets fogged up and a ghost takes his sweet ass time <laughs> To draw a compass. Well, he's drawing on the outside, so he probably is trying oh, to yeah, figure out like the letters. Doing the mirror. He has to do it backwards. Yeah, to erase it a couple times. <laughs> it's a whole procedure. You gotta flip it around. Uh, dramatic music. We know that that's gonna be a ghost. We're gonna be introduced after, uh, inter- introduced to after the commercial. Oh, break. we're introduced right before the commercial because we get Wentworth Miller. <gasps> oh, yeah, in that's right. Scary zombie makeup. That's true. And then 
Like he's not a zombie, but it's some sort of scary makeup. But she doesn't hey. have later, right? Hey. No, he doesn't have it later on at all. No, he does. Doesn't when he's coming uh, up the stairs. Oh no, yeah. Then, oh yeah. But once he becomes like, once like, she meets him, he's like, oh hey, what's up? I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a ghost. Once mm-hmm. he stops scaring her, that was probably why she was so scared. She was like, thanks for taking that makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like ghosts usually out. aren't all creepy and weird like that. He had to get her attention. Uh, so then we cut to credits, and thankfully, this show does have a credit sequence. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, the credit sequence sweet. was good. Uh, it, it was a little bit confusing tone-wise. <laughs> I wrote down happy slash creepy. Yeah, there was like children popping out of holes in the ground, like whack-a-mole. But the, the song was kind of like up-tempo, up but then it would be like a little bit scary. The whole score for this show is kind of all over the map because I feel like they're they don't well they don't they definitely don't know what this show sh- is supposed to be because mm-hmm. it it's kind of funny it's kind of I mean it's a drama but then sometimes it's scary but never really m- meshing those together at all mm-hmm. um, but yeah the titles are fine they're they they're cool they're animated and they have like I don't remember any specific things in it but it's got kind of a Victorian aesthetic like mm-hmm. cut out paper yeah, doll kind of look to it it was pretty cool i i it made me optimistic for the rest of the show it doesn't really fit the tone of the show <laughs> no not at all but we did at least get a credit sequence uh and then we jump to uh the antique store we get to introduce to yep, then we go to the antique store uh aisha who it was a pleasant surprise to see her i love her in everything and i i don't know maybe i'm reading into it a little too much but i feel like she she knew what this show was or what she got herself into. She definitely seems a little embarrassed. <laughs> like she's still giving it, she's still giving it her all, but she's, she seems a little self-conscious about some of the lines in there being like, Ooh, that's, that's not so good, but she's still funny. She still manages to make it work. Um, so this is the point where their, th- what thesis is presented to us later on with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I get a little confused by uh, she's kind of she so she's she runs an antique shop. Uh, Aisha Taylor works at the antique shop with her. Um, she's going through new stuff, and Melinda Gordon uh, picks up a rag with a compass in it. Mm-hmm. And we don't know where that compass came for, from. I yeah, I still don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Also, uh, she says, "Hey, I've seen this before." Yeah, she's seen she's, she's seen it before. About the- no, I know, but <laughs> how ridiculous! Of course, she's seen it before. But she says later on in the show that she makes that point to Aisha Tyler in the coffee shop that things aren't haunted, people are haunted. Right. But it seems like the compass is haunted. That's how he came into her life, right? I thought he brought the compass, but also okay. they don't explain if they can actually touch things or I'm not. Really confused. And also, instead of just bringing the compass, just bring your dead body from where it was. Yeah, that would solve everything yeah. right away. Well, there's <laughs> a lazy <limit>. ghost. <laughs> there's a limit to how much. It's like the opposite of Terminator. You can only bring. <laughs> Stuff that's not corporeal, yeah. you can only bring things, no bodies. Uh, yeah, so we, we we get introduced to the compass. And then, oh, it, what seems, so this, we I assume this is the day after the wedding. Yeah. We then well, cut to or at least pretty sp- recently. spooky road. Uh-huh. For no reason, they're walking down this long, spooky road in yeah, the middle of the night. Yeah, they don't say where they came from nope. or anything. So Melinda and her husband, he's carrying her down this very spooky road. We don't know where they're coming from. It doesn't seem like there is... They're not, like, in a uh, neighborhood neighborhood. It seems like it's coming off of, like, a country road almost. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think they're giving... It's supposed to be, like, sort of, like, a Stars Hollow kind of place. Right? I was going like, to say, they definitely live in the Gilmore yeah. Girls town. So I'm I'm imagining it's supposed to be somewhere in like the East Coast where it's like there's like a little town and then there's like a lot of houses that are outside of it. Wherever they're coming from, it seems like it's too far to be walking. It doesn't because you can't her. see any like it is a long street and you cannot see any other thing. So, yeah, they were walking for a while and he's carrying her. Yeah. And she says that she you carried me the whole way. <laughs> so we know that he's very strong. We get uh, up to the house and we learn that paramedics have to be strong. Yeah. They, wait, wait, we'll get well, to it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's lower roll a little bit. Uh, we get in, we find out that what's his name? Jim, Jim, Jim. the husband. Jim the husband is his lovely. name is J- Jim Paramedic <laughs> Jim. or Mister Paramedic to you. Uh, he's working on this house that they just purchased. It is worse for wear. But she doesn't know that they purchased it. I guess. Yeah, there's a lot here. A yeah, lot of not, life choices that have been made. She doesn't seem very surprised either. No. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 you bought a house. Oh, cool. cool. Anyway, 
And she says, as long as the inside doesn't look like Legoland. No, he, no, he I, said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he says the inside looks like Legoland, which doesn't make any sense. Nope. No, because that place is pretty awesome. It's, it's very well put together. Yeah. Meticulously well put together. Dumbass. Come um, on, Jim. There's some sexy times. Well, it's it's implied. We don't, we don't see That's any true. sexy times. They fall asleep with candles going, which A I think is irresponsible, especially, especially for Mr. Paramedic. Especially. Ex- Especially for Mr. Paramedic. Um, well, I mean, he's probably trained in some kind of like firefighting, right? <laughs> he just, just cross training. He's, he's just ready to test his knowledge. He wants uh, to show off. Um, all these candles are lit while they are asleep and then they go out. And that's how we know when ghosts are showing up. Or Wentworth ghost, kicks one. his ass, huh? Or just that one. I don't know if it happens every time that way. Mm. It could have just been a coincidence, too. Mm-hmm. All the candles went out and a ghost showed up. Well, because she woke up because she had a scary dream. That's true. Yeah, she, the candles might not have nothing to do with it at all. It was just a lucky for them they got blown out. Oh, yeah. And what's with her dreams? Is that part of... Yeah, so she what? has... Okay, so she has like premonition type dreams. The first dream we don't see, so I don't know exactly what right. was going on. Yeah. But, uh, she wakes up scared and then she goes to brush her teeth in the middle of the night. Is that what happened? So there definitely was sexy time before that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets up to go brush her teeth and then does the classic bend down into the sink to spit out and then looks up in the in the reflection and sees Went, Wentworth M- Miller, mm-hmm. right? No, no, he's no, coming up the stairs. She's the compass. Oh, she's the compass. That's right. He the writes compass. the compass again. That's right. He's big on the compass. <laughs> Loves that <laughs> like, compass. Don't forget about that compass. Um, that's right. And then she goes out and then he creepily, grudge-like, walks up the stairs and through gritted teeth says, help me. Yeah, and again, he never talks like that again. Mm-mm. It's just that it's just to be scary at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, I also when they're having their conversation in the bed, we start to realize that uh, that Jim doesn't really understand her powers and definitely doesn't like that she has them, <laughs> and is kind of constantly like being like, he's, "Hey, could you just not have yeah, those he's powers?" Inconvenienced by it. Yeah. I mean, they they just got married. You think that he would have like come to terms with this right. by now? But he still seems to be like, so that's really that's just like not going away, right? Yeah, and he and Aisha Tyler both are well aware of her powers and are super cool with it. But she doesn't want to help the ghost because she's like, "What am I supposed to say to these people?" Like, obviously, you're cool just telling people. Yeah, and every every time she like first goes down some other road of trying to be like. Oh, it's just because here's some random information and people don't believe her. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, fine, I can see ghosts and your your dead relative is right here. God. And it's like, why don't you just start with that? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's been 20 years. You yeah. haven't come up with a better way to do it? Yeah, send an anomalous <laughs> we also get, oh, anonymous letter or something. We also get, when, when Whitworth Miller, our, our ghost, comes up the stairs, we get these shaky ghost effects. <laughs> To be scary. But again, these go away after the very first time yeah. that we see him. Once he introduces himself. Then it's all, then it stops being scary. Maybe we're supposed to just see it how she feels about it until she gets comfortable with each ghost. Oh, right. that's going to happen every time. I, get, it I, I didn't, hope though. so. It's the best part. <laughs> I, I, the whole thing should be scary stuff. It's it only going to happen with the main character ghost because all the side character ghosts, she just sees them and doesn't know if they're ghosts or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, throughout that's the rest true. Of the show. So, yeah, yeah, so the get- at this point in the story, we learn that she sees ghosts all over the place. She's sitting in uh, Central Perk with Aisha Tyler. <laughs> um, and Who found out about it from her time on Friends. From Ross. And um, she she's like, oh, yeah, there's super ghosts here. They're like all over the place. And Aisha Tyler thinks she's kidding, but she's not. And then she starts telling her all the ghosts that are in there. And uh, we, we find out that ghosts are kind of dumb. Like they don't, I guess they don't know that they're ghosts. No, that's not true. Well, the one guy doesn't know he's a ghost. That's true. <laughs> but not all of them. You said you made a very okay. absolute. Okay. Well, uh, well, ghosts are stupid for most of most of this show, but not all of them don't. Once again, apologies to our ghost <laughs> to listeners. To our ghost listeners. Yeah, We're the, an inclusive. Uh, there's, okay. Some ghosts are, are stupid and other ghosts are just creepy. Because the, the, other, the other ghost is just sitting there watching her son type on the computer. And no, the... she loves her son. No, not only that, but no, because she wants to see her. I think it's because she wants to see her son happy. I know. Because that like, attractive woman walks by. Girl. Yeah. Whispering. Because course. she probably knows that she can't cross over until she sees her husband, or her husband, her son, happy and settled. Yeah, but does she know that he can't hear her? So why is she even saying that? She probably is trying. You know what? <laughs> 
I think we need to have empathy for our non-corporeal friends. Okay. But the other guy, he's yelling at the barista. Yeah, he's yelling at his son because he's doing shit wrong. And, Clearly. And doesn't understand why his son isn't responding. Well, that's probably what he did in life. Is he's constantly yelling at people, not, not taking into effect that they're not really listening to him. And also, I know it would be time-consuming for her. But it's messed up that she's not just like, oh, I'm going to go help these ghosts out real quick. Like, she just knows yeah, that yeah, those ghosts are just going to be there selfish. forever. <laughs> so then, uh, actually, we could actually jump forward, I guess, because this is where I have him on the stairs. So I, I guess the mirror message in the stairs wasn't the same sequence, but whatever. <laughs> it it could have been. Too, uh, uh, then, then we learn that somebody, an unknown force, sent him to her. Or he like he was like, oh, yeah, they said to come to you. you and know she who, was like, I have they? a theory. I have God. a theory. No, her grandmother. <laughs> oh, her grandmother's like the grand poobah of uh, Yeah, I think she's ghosts. like, she's at, she's probably like there when whatever limbo, mm-hmm. just kind of like. Waving people in like a airplane. Her grandma's still alive and is like, I'm not dealing with any more ghost <laughs> shit. Go see my granddaughter. I like that better. But what about, they haven't explained it, I guess, in the pilot episode, but does her mom also see ghosts? Probably, maybe not, because, you know, most things skip a generation. <laughs> most things. Most Ghost, things. baldness. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty Ghost much things. it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, we don't know who they is, um, who's sending them to her. Probably they'll eventually get to that, but they haven't so far. Um, and then she goes driving and almost hits a dog. Oh, yeah. What was that about? I don't know, but <laughs> it, it causes her to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah, he says. A, it's a save the cat moment. Yeah. No, no, not really. It's just it just leads her to the the memorial, war, yeah, yeah, the war memorial. Because he says that he's a soldier, and that he's in some valley. Oh yeah, well we need to explain the, what happens. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So he's he was a soldier and he died, and he s- still currently sees himself as being in that valley. We see like his POV of yeah. standing in the middle of a valley somewhere in Vietnam. But I'm not sure why he says that I'm there right now. Maybe he's just being figurative. No, I think I don't think he's being figurative. Because she says, "Where are you?" Because it seems like he doesn't think that she he's in her house. I think he sees her there. So he doesn't see any of the stuff throughout the whole episode. I don't. And not yeah, he until, does. He not, definitely does. Not until later. Not until yeah. she, not because she not like until it's convenient for the plot. Well, that. But not. It seems like she kind of grounds him in being like, "You're dead." That's uh, why we're talking. Okay. That's what it is. And like, that's where his body is. So that's where his consciousness is. But then she like, mm-hmm. compasses it, compasses, <laughs> guides it, trying to keep the compass involved mm-hmm. here. Yeah, get all those puns out. <laughs> that's not even a pun. That was just a bad reference. Um, yeah. So, so this dog jumps in front of her car, which leads her attention to a war memorial. I don't know why that dog <laughs> jumps in front of her car, but maybe it's a ghost dog. It might be a ghost dog. Maybe that's they. Maybe it's his dog. Though. No, I think that's probably her partner. That's the one who's, who's getting the ghosts to oh, her. Oh, man. Next episode's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she, dog. She, goes to the, she goes to the War Memorial and sees his name on there. Pretty conveniently. There's only like 10 names. Right. And then that leads her to the Vietnam Center. Yeah, it's probably like a VA kind of thing. And she asks for information about the guy. And it's John Polito. And he looks disgusting he looks like he's <laughs> gonna, gonna molest her or something he's all sweaty he's pretty perverted he yeah. mentions a couple of times a couple about of times, her yeah. Like yeah, like, coming I'm back to sleep with him <laughs> with his wife right i know there. his wife is right there <laughs> so his wife is a ghost and she's like the thing he forgot's in his jacket pocket and i we don't really ever see what happens with that but i guess he finds some old thing in his jacket pocket yeah it's a key to this the safety deposit box okay but that doesn't go anywhere. That's just no. Like no, that's just once again showing how reluctant showing. she is to help out She's ghosts. Like, Jesus, like seriously, that didn't take any effort, and she was like <laughs> gonna not do it. Did we say that that's June Squibb? Oh, is that June Squibb? Is is his wife? Yeah. Oh, okay. And for some reason, they have like a super East Coast, like Italian American accent because it's John Polito. Because it's John Polito. But then later on, we get a, like a mixture of drawls. Yeah, we're really not sure where any of this is taking no. place. Everybody's everybody's got different accents. He's also cleaning up like broken glass and stuff because he was like, oh, there was a fight in here last night. Like, why didn't he clean it up last night? Yeah. And why <laughs> was there a fight? Yeah. There's a lot of questions. Okay. Anyway, so she helps uh, June Squibb, Academy Award nominated June Squibb. And then from there, we go directly to the son's house. 
Williams. Okay, so the son of Wentworth Miller. Did we establish? Right. Oh, son? sorry. Yes, it's the son of the of the ghost. Yeah, son the of ghost. a ghost. Ugh. Um, she finds his house. We learn um, that that the he looks like Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen mixed with Leah Schreiber, <laughs> and so, so, and sounds like Charlie Sheen. It's pretty. His profile is pretty, pretty dead on too. Dead. Uh, oh, we you learn... can make those jokes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's my podcast now. Welcome, guys. <laughs> uh, we learned that. Uh, okay, so we didn't we didn't start with Wentworth Miller's urgency is his wife is pregnant. He needs to get back to her, and uh, so we 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 meet the son. We find out that Wentworth mother Wentworth's wife rather the son's mother has passed away, um, and we see that uh, his, his wife. wife now lives with him at that. The family home, and she is nine months pregnant. Which we get a dun dun dun, yeah, for no reason. That's not scary. Yeah, uh, we we learned that the son kind of had like this hole in his his you know in his being his entire life because his father went missing three months before he was born. It's been kind of an obsession for him, learning everything he can about his dad. And then, what does she ask of him at the end before she goes? Don't remember. Cool. No idea. Cool. Cool. Doesn't cool. matter. That scene was super boring. Um, yeah, and he was like taking the trash to the curb while she was trying to talk to him. It's very rude to do that if someone comes up to talk to you. Don't keep taking trash out to the curb. Yeah, and she's talking about your dad, man. <laughs> Come on, take five minutes. So after that, unless we, this just happens a lot, it's like a routine gets, yeah. thing. People are more people always going by the house. But uh, she doesn't reveal that she sees the ghost dad yet. Not yet. So he as it's much, something as far she as keeps knows, to herself. Pretty much all the time. Yeah. She's just some random person who came up and started asking about his dad for some reason. Well, she does say she's a reporter that's writing a story about something. About, yeah, about veterans, or (laughs) not veterans, of uh, fallen soldiers in the area or something. Yeah, that's why. That's Because he is, like, suspicious. Like, how do you know all this stuff about my dad? And she's like, oh, because I went to the war memorial store. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. War memorial store. Anyway, Um, like I said, that seems boring. What's your Twitter (laughs) handle, Michael? At your mom. Direct. <laughs> anyway, after that, we learn through exposition of a scene that I don't remember that uh, there is a ripple effect through the spirit world whenever a big life event happens, and that wakes up the restless spirits to come and check shit out. So that's why he all of a sudden. Oh, because he's been dead for a long time, for like thirty years, and he just now woke up and is like, "Whoa, it's like I just woke up after I died." Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's been walking around for all that time. He thinks it's like the next day. She has to be like, "Dude, it's been like hell along." And he's like, "Really? I missed all that stuff with my kid growing up and everything." And she's like, "Yeah, he's like super old, but he's only thirty three. It's not even that. <laughs> it's younger than me." Uh, anyway, so when a big life event happens, apparently. All of the spirit world is uh, notified of their big life events. Uh, so she goes from the house to something. Back to her house. Uh, oh, so next no, next we have is probably my favorite scene in the whole show, which is where we have upside down dream sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So we finally get to go inside of her inside of her crazy dreams. And apparently they're pretty normal, except that they're upside down. <laughs> but it was cool. It was no, stylized. but then there was somebody. Sometimes in- she's a little girl, too. Oh yeah. yeah, she she, she turns reverts into a to her after she walks through one of the doors. Her herself when she was first, uh, re- it was first revealed to her that she has this power. But there's like a male voice, right? Who's like uh-huh. Melinda or what? He says something like, "Wait, her name is Melinda." Her name is <laughs> Melinda Gordon. It still sounds weird. <laughs> sounds like too like she, that's too old of a name for her. There was an ominous person who I'm sure will be reintroduced to us at a, or revealed yeah. to us. At it's a almost date. like there's 106 more episodes. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so scary dream sequence. Cool, cool, cool. She wakes up. It's a storm, right? Husband is being super stupid. Stupid, super stupid. Jim is outside up on a ladder during a crazy thunderstorm. Like a ridiculously. It's real, real dumb. The um, window falls off in her hands. Oh yeah, I thought that was yeah. pretty funny. She goes to open the window and it just pops off because because the houses need some repairs. Yeah, and it seemed like in a very very subtle way that this is going to be an ongoing joke. Oh, like the house will never be finished? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I'm I I thought the way it felt at the end is that they're making a joke that the house keeps falling apart, but then that also might lead to her husband's death later on. 
That's I, how I, I felt. kept yeah. thinking he was gonna die. I thought he was gonna <laughs> die on that ladder, and I was he's, really excited about it. He's the only other credited person besides <laughs> Aisha Tyler and and Jennifer Love Hewitt in the credits, so I don't think he's gonna die. <laughs> no, well, he could just be like oh, like ghost. he could be a ghost. Yeah, he oh, just yeah, lives yeah. there. He doesn't have to go to work. And then we can get back into my theory that this show is about sexy ghost relationships, <laughs> which I was pretty bummed to find out that she was married because that kind of puts the kibosh on that. Ooh, sexy ghost affair. Huh? Coming oh, yeah. to Harlequin Books. D- doesn't really feel like the kind of show that's going to have like <laughs> tawdry affairs, but maybe. This isn't the client list. Uh, oh, man. Okay, so he's fixing the house. She opens the window, falls off. We've gone over it a hundred times. It's yeah. hilarious. And it g- really leads nowhere. <laughs> I'm not sure why this it's is such a... It's a dumb, dumb scene. A point that we're making. Okay, so now we have now we have the actual t- ghost showdown confrontation. There's no confrontation. It's just a conversation <laughs> between uh, Wentworth Miller. Does he have a name in the... In the yeah, uh, he's... Paul Sam- Adams. Oh, Paul Adams, that's right. <laughs> not Sam Adams. <laughs> Sam Adams. He loves his beer. So... Paul Adams, played by Wentworth Miller. Uh, he Now we have the, like, she's like, fine, I'll do the thing for you. And she tells him that he's a ghost, and he starts to be, like, emotional about it and stuff. And this is where I wrote Wentworth Miller really bringing his B-plus game. Because it was, it was pretty solid for, for being cheesy TV. He Throughout the whole episode, I think that he did a pretty good job. Which makes me sad that he was just the guest star. Yeah, I was bummed the ghost star. I was really bummed that he was the ghost in the episode because I thought he was going to be in the show more. Uh, It's actually the same year that Prison Break started. Oh, really? So, yeah, he had better things to be doing. (laughs) He's about to get locked up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but I thought thought that he did a pretty good job for the cheesy material. Actually, so did she. Honestly, I didn't think that she was bad. Yeah, I think everybody was kind of... Yeah, good. The like, production was good. The acting was was solid. Like even the writing wasn't horrible for for the kind of cheesy stuff that it was. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh god. It was more just sort of like it was oh god. But just because I didn't want to watch a sad thing. Uh, so anyway, she tells him all the stuff about being a ghost. I wrote that being a psychic is really annoying. So she must have been not wanting to do it again. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she really doesn't want to be well, doing this. Well, it's kind of like I don't blame her. It's like being in, in like high school or whatever, and you're always the person who's getting past the note that needs to be passed to somebody else. Or if you're the one who's like, hey, you know, just being the middleman sucks. That's not no, ideal. No, it does 100% seem annoying, but it also seems like, well, don't be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then she goes to she goes to the son's house and is like, I'm going to tell him about. Oh, yeah. These these lovely, God-fearing, patriotic Americans let this woman into their home. And it leads to, I mean, that's kind of the tone that's set there. Because she starts telling them that, hey, your ghost dad uh, is talking to me. Because, oh, by the way, hey, guy, uh, I can talk to ghosts. Um, and he died in the Low Valley in Vietnam. Uh, in a helicopter crash, what you need to do uh, is go to the Pentagon, tell them, like, you know, it's the Low Valley helicopter crash next to a waterfall. I'm sure he, you, you can go and recover his body. Oh, and by the way, here's the compass your ghost dad gave me. And the son is very upset. as <laughs> Totally understandable. This is something that's super raw, and I'm sure he's got a lot of extra raw emotions with him becoming a dad himself. Um, and basically tells her to get the fuck out. Yeah, because he doesn't believe her. He he thinks that she's taking advantage of him yeah. because she she's a con artist that picked up on the fact that he was upset about his dad being missing or whatever. He does keep the compass, though, even though he thinks it's fake. He does, because that'll come back later. You even came with props! Listen, compasses, <laughs> big deal in this show. There's a lot of compass talk. Um, Welcome back to compass talk. <laughs> I thought this was campus talk. Ah, damn it. I took notes on Michigan State. <laughs> I don't know, college. <laughs> <laughs> That's a place. Uh, so she co- she comes home and exasperated says, I hope we have some wine. <laughs> and that's exactly what I thought, because that's what I needed. To yeah, we all could up. use some wine or some beer, as her husband has. <laughs> yeah. Incorrectly says that they have wine while he is drinking. God a, a damn it, Jim is sitting in the dark drinking a Budweiser. He does seem to lurk in the dark a lot. Yeah, he scares her quite often yeah. throughout the episode. And he He's knows she can see ghosts. It's not even like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like be be aware that I see ghosts everywhere, so try not to startle me. Um, this is the second time that it's mentioned that uh, Jim is a paramedic. 
in a very ham-handed way where she's just like, boy, are you a paramedic? <laughs> Talk about paramedicking. Oh, yeah, because the reason that they don't have power is because he's the one who's renovating this home and he blew out the mainframe. I don't know. <laughs> the power converter. That's where I thought it was going to be revealed also that he actually died doing that and oh, she's yeah. seeing his ghost, but that also didn't Yeah, come I was to thinking the same thing. Why can't Jim die? Did you write that down? <laughs> I, I did keep thinking that he was going to, but they never did. Uh, and this is the only really interesting part of the show for me was it wasn't written very well, um, but I like the idea a lot that he, as a paramedic, his main goal is to save everybody so that they don't become ghosts mm-hmm. to haunt her. Yeah, he's basically. like, I don't want to have you do any more work than you have to. Jeez. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, but they didn't write that. Yeah, it was well, kind of it funky. Was a, it I was also a fun think, idea. I also think that that actor is probably not quite the same caliber no. as the rest. <laughs> His deliveries were a little. He was like D rate Nathan Fillion for <laughs> me. Well, I mean, with no charisma. That's all, yeah. This is where we learn that his brother's a ghost, which we already figured out at the very beginning, right. but is supposed to be a reveal. Because um, he's like, "How you've never met my brother? He was dead before we met. And then she was like, just kidding, I met him at the wedding. <laughs> or it seemed like they had been talking for a while, probably prior to the wedding. It did seem that way, but I, it sounded like she just saw, maybe she was just like, I, I, as recently as your wedding. Because she didn't bring it up before right. she'd been talking to him. But why is he still around? Why hasn't she helped him yet? for another episode (laughs) yeah because uh the whole thing is like well she said that when that conversation she said that he wanted to see you settled but after that this whole little scene we pan out to out in the street and creepy ghost brother is chilling out on the main like on the 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 walkway whistling and walking and stuff so clearly that wasn't what he was oh he's got some other nefarious (gasps) business he's gonna be the bad guy just wait um then we or she's gonna cheat on her husband with her brother-in-law Ooh. ghost ghost oh, ghost brother-in-law this so coming this fall ghost bros uh anyway we should probably speed through the rest yeah, of this we we're need going to get a little this up. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so uh i'll just run through some of the other stuff his brother is a ghost we said that too many sad conversations yeah this is like the third long sad conversation that she's had we can cut at least one of those i wrote how to ghost work uh, doesn't really seem Do you mean, like their jobs <laughs> no it doesn't seem clear like in the show like how how any of it works like he just appears sometimes yeah yeah they don't are they drawn they don't touch on that at all they don't but they do disappear the and appear like out of nowhere yeah, yeah. yeah so let's can we skip forward to yeah. the the son of wentworth miller showing up at her door and has so it seems like I'm probably totally off base on this, but the timeline seems like she goes to the son's house, tells him about her power and speaking to his dad, gets kicked out, goes home, has this heart to heart with her husband, knock at the door, it's the son, right? That's how it yeah, seems like it played yeah. out. How it laid out. This this motherfucker shows up and says, You were right. The Pentagon <laughs> is working with the Vietnamese government. Uh, they think they know where uh, my father's body is. They're going to go out. They're going to go recover him. Um, so sorry. And then. Yeah. Well, we all know the government works lightning fast. Yeah. This is like the following night, right? It's like. No, it seems like it happened that night. Yeah, like an hour day. later. All right. Well, at the very least, 24 hour turnarounds. Pretty. <laughs> it's pretty really, good. But uh, and then just dramatically from behind her, uh, Wentworth Miller kind of creepily steps out and is oh god this is a terrible device that i hope never happens again um this triangle of melinda ghost person the ghost wants to talk to where we see the ghost say hey tell him blah okay. blah blah and then she turns to him and says blah 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 and, and we have we, to listen we to it twice, it twice. <laughs> both of them say the same things except for when she's correcting ghost grammar <laughs> ghost grammar Coming but, this fall, <laughs> but she does. <laughs> but she does at least. Is that a spinoff with her grandmother <laughs> ghost? <laughs> but she does at least tell him, like, "Hey, I don't gotta translate for you, but like he can hear you, so we don't have to hear but both, she waits yeah. both ways." So like three lines into the yeah, conversation. we're like halfway through this sure. exchange. Well, so anyway, conflict resolved. Uh, we go to the graveyard. We cut to the graveyard, and it's the funeral for him. And uh, we don't cut to the graveyard. What do we cut to? No, it's uh, it's now like a few months later. It's yeah, winter. Yeah, it's months later because they have their baby and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're going, so she's going to get in the car 
to go to the grave site because they've recovered Wentworth Miller's body. Okay. And then we get that hilarious joke, guys. The house is finished, except for when they pull out of the driveway, a column falls over. <laughs> okay, everybody pause. I was honestly waiting for... Excuse me, pause. People are going to be laughing. <laughs> I was honestly waiting for him to pull out uh, of the driveway and then get smashed in with a car. I want Jim to die. I know it's because the fucking, the, the score doesn't know what it wants to do. Yeah, or, it is all over the place. It, does, well, yeah, it doesn't know the tone of the show no, for, at all. It, it builds this tension that's never paid off. And then now we're at the gravesite. Wentworth Grave Miller site. is... Again, a pretty pretty solid performance from Wentworth Miller, I thought. He's super he's charming. Gi- he's giving it. Um, he starts crying and guys i started getting really emotional too it was really moving it was good it didn't move me quite as much as morgan but it was it was solid i had to wipe a tear or two uh he says he sees the light and his wife is there too and his wife is there and she's he's like is it cool if i go and she's like bro it's super cool <laughs> and it's cool. that would be the cool <laughs> and he's like okay see ya and then he walks and, and disappears did he thank her no, very rude. That's incredibly rude. Well, he we also missed like a month. Yeah, they were probably hanging so out for he, a while. Yeah, he probably kept appearing and being like, have they found my body yet? I mean, first of all, thank you, I want to say. <laughs> but have they found my body yet? Yeah, I feel like there should be some sort of like gift process. I would have. No. If I had she been at CBS, that would be a note I would have given them. <laughs> well, she has to do it for like just being good. Otherwise. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so she's looking on at the family, and they're going through the whole, um, like, proper military yeah. ceremony. And then in the foreground, we see a family around a gravesite, and the f- father of this family turns and looks at her, and then, like, slowly walks towards her. And I was really hoping that he was just going to be like, what are you staring at? <laughs> like, just a, a human person, but he says, can you see me? Mm, cut to black cut to black well he says can you see us oh, he does can you say, see so us. Is that's right the whole family dead or is he talking about ghosts just ghosts in general, general is what i Ooh. picked up on but maybe it was a whole murdered family is that going to be the next episode is that guy or are they going to pull a sliders where they always have a cool uh like cliffhanger ending and then the next episode's just some other adventure no. and you're like what the hell happened with that cliffhanger probably i'm guessing or that guy's not going to be in the next episode and the rest of development next on <laughs> yeah just featuring stuff that will never be on <laughs> Um, I think people are going to like my sliders. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, <laughs> cut out my bit. So, yeah, that's the that's the episode. Mike, what do we do next? So, next, th- so this was listed on a uh, website, Business Insiders, 50 Worst TV Shows in Modern <laughs> History, According to Critics. So, that's pretty rough. It was Isn't un- modern history an oxymoron? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it means like within the last like 20 years or so. Uh, and it was also featured on Rolling Stone's 12 worst shows of all time. Oh, man, only 12. So this is... Of all time? Of all time. That's <laughs> not even of modern history. I don't, I don't think they watched all Yeah, and they shows. were being judicious. So if this... Unless this show gets a lot, lot worse, I don't think it deserves to be on those lists. That seems pretty harsh. It doesn't seem good, but I don't... I didn't think it was awful. Not... I've seen... I've probably seen at least 50 shows worse than it. So... This is the part where I ask you guys, would you watch another episode? Morgan. If it wasn't a goddamn hour long, if they could do it in just 30, mm-hmm. I might actually watch it. Because okay. it's, it's not like, again, like you said, it's not awful. Right. It it knows what it is. I'm picking up something. Oh, uh, oh the cat is are, scratching up my, the door. No, my cat is eating the trash can is what's happening. Oh, good. Well, we should wrap it up. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was, I thought it was fine. And I, I the premise is, it is what it is. Josh. You know what you're getting into. Um, I, I would be interested to watch the series finale mm-hmm. and probably read the Wikipedia to what everything like leading up to that mm-hmm. happened. Uh, I'm interested enough, but I wouldn't watch every episode yeah (laughs) i would like i would be interested to see what other big guests like big name guest stars they get yeah as ghosts i would say (laughs) get it right (laughs) um i would say it's not a show that i would keep streaming we watch you know we watched it on hulu um but it's a show that if it was on tv somewhere like i wouldn't mind watching episodes i'd be totally fine with it Although I am kind of interested to see like how it develops if it gets any more interesting. I can't believe how goddamn loud the cat is being. <laughs> he's chewing on the trash bag. No, now he's done. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, but I would like I would like to see how the show develops if the if it if it goes any interesting places. It seems like it's a premise that could be fruitful, could be interesting. If it wasn't always the same, if it's not, good God, <laughs> if it's not always uh, the sad stories, which I think it's probably right. Going I feel to like be. it's just going to be Ghost of the Week, right? Yeah, every episode. Do you think? Well, this is too recent for a reboot, but do you think that that, that you could make a show with a similar with a similar plot work better than this? Uh, yeah, I think if they did it as, uh, I guess, more tongue-in-cheek, it'd mm-hmm. be more yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, I think that the stuff with Aisha Tyler, that, that if it was more in that tone the whole way through, kind of like a fun friendship kind of thing with like, oh, yikes, ghosts too. Yeah, if Joss Whedon was at the helm, I think well, I would watch I mean, that it. That would fix most things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was hoping it would be more like that, more like like Buffy or, or even like Charmed, where it was sort of like fun more fun like right. it, i wish it was fun i think i i I think that even the show still could get better i don't know we'll we'll never know there's no way to tell <laughs> yeah. um okay so the final thing um if you have any final thoughts about the show and also recommendation of something that you should watch instead of this doesn't have to be new but something that you like well you're springing this on us well <laughs> jesus christ josh you'd go first <laughs> hey um so i've just been Rewatching Parks and Rec a lot, so mm-hmm. watch that, I guess, because that's all I've been watching. But I guess something, we mentioned it a couple of times, but Ghost Town does the premise better, and it's a comedy, mm-hmm. so I think that's more fun. Definitely. Watch that. Definitely watch Ghost Town instead. Um, so I've been watching this show, uh, Channel Zero, on sci-fi. Uh, the second season is called No End House, and it's really creepy and cool. I don't, well, I guess there are kind of ghosts in it, so it does t- tie together. So if you want to watch a cool, spooky ghost thing that's not funny and is not sad and boring, <laughs> um, I recommend watching Channel Zero, No End House. If you want a dose of ghost, um, <laughs> there is an episode of The X-Files called How the Ghost Stole Christmas starring Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin. Uh, and it balances the humor and kind of a creepiness factor. And is a lot more satisfying than this show. It's not a series, but if you just want a, a, a isolated episode of something I with do. ghosts, you sprung this on me. I'm just kidding. I like it. I like the X Files, and of course, <laughs> uh, support Jennifer Love Hewitt on. Uh, I know he did last summer. I still know he did last <laughs> oh, summer. Oh yeah. Final thought on the show. Um, this was off of our recording, but I had predicted that I would get at least three low cut shirts. And the show did deliver that. Was it three? I thought we only got two. No, we got three. Seems like I'd remember. <laughs> no, the third one was in the dream sequence. So okay. you might have been distracted by the... Oh, by the, the other cool visuals. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she kept turning into a little girl. So probably don't be looking <laughs> at that moment. All right. That's it. Let's end on that uh, now. <laughs> thanks for listening to Bad Reception. And uh, if you enjoy the show, please give us a review on iTunes and share us with friends. Find out more about the show at badreceptionpod.com. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. I'm still not Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Day. Bye.